Hello. One more time. Okay. Hello. Hello. One more time. That's all I'm saying. Hello. Is it me you're looking for? Okay. All right. Now, I'm going to be very strategic when I ask this or try to be. Mm -hmm. I don't mean vocally. Mm -hmm. I do not mean vocally. Okay. But whose album are you more excited to hear, hypothetically, if they're putting one out? Beyonce or Rihanna? Rihanna. Porque? It's been a minute and... We just miss her. Like, she gives you bangers. And I'm not saying Beyonce doesn't, you know. Right. That's the queen bee. But it's just been a minute. She got, like, the whole Fenty sexy lingerie line. She got the whole Fenty makeup. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, she's a music artist. Beyonce, I mean, Rihanna. Hello. I agree. I am a Beyonce fan. I think she's ridiculously talented, but... Have you ever had something that's just kind of been like oversaturated a little bit? Yeah. And I'm not saying she's oversaturated. I'm just, I'm not saying I'm tired of hearing her name, but I'm kind of tired of hearing her name. I feel like, okay. The year, whatever it was, when Beyonce put out Lemonade and Adele had her album, me personally, Lemonade did not touch me in the way that it touched a lot of these other women. Um, I thought it was great. The visuals were great. They were beautiful. There was a few songs on there that I really liked. Mm-hmm. Um, however, to me, Beyonce's best album was four. Um, but that Adele album, like in no shade, but shade, I'm sad that her marriage has ended. But bitch, I'm ready for her album to come out. Because I'm ready to get a my... A good heartbreak. Yes. I am ready for that good cry that only Adele can bring out of me in my car by myself. Mm-hmm. And the bitch be having me upset about shit that I didn't even know I was upset about. Mm-hmm. Okay? But Brianna, that's, that's that going going to the house reminisce about the, that time he yelled at you for doing something that you wasn't supposed to be, be doing. Just be upset. You just go the fuck Just let it out. Just let it out. Just let it out. Just let it out. And I feel like Rihanna just brings me that just she's just such a vibe. I don't know. I can't even describe it. But I just I'm I miss you. it. I, I'm, I'm, I'm for Rihanna. Black, but- can you get it? Yeah, in? yeah. I'm messing that. I'm messing that. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So, four million dollars. You know, I love these questions. Mm-hmm. Okay. Jesus. Okay. All right. On. Are you going on Survivor for 10 days? Or do you think you can do an escape room and you have to get out within four hours? But this particular escape room, it's got a series of rooms. So, remember I was telling you about the movie Escape Room? Mm-hmm. Where it was legit like life or death? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, essentially. Am I in the... Am I in the escape room by myself? Yes. Are you smart enough to get out of there in four hours and win a million dollars? Or are you going to go ahead and thug it out on Survivor for 10 days at whatever island they put you on? Hmm. Well, I would like to stay safe, but I know I'm not getting out those room them, them, them room in four hours. It ain't happening. So you're just going to take your chance on Survivor. Remember, with Survivor, you have to be the survivor. I know. That's what I'm saying. That's why I said the safe side of me. Yeah. Because I'm thinking about the island and all these um, animals and shit. Uh-uh. Okay. I went to, I think it's called, pronounced Rotan, Rotan, something like that. And they had jaguars and shit in the trees. So, so what we're not going to do is play with my life like that. So, I would take my chances and go to that escape room. I know I'm not getting out in four hours. So I already know I'm not getting that money. But I will be alive to tell my story the next day. You have to watch that movie Escape Room. Maybe when we do our like October Halloween movie thing, we'll watch Escape Room. Okay. Because it is so fucking good. Good. Okay. Wait. All right. So on all of the Survivor episodes, right? I always wondered. I know it's hot at those places. But I would want to wear as much clothes as I possibly could. So that I could wear them for later. Does that make sense? Yeah, because at nighttime it gets cooler. That's like kind of like when like, you see the homeless And I don't want to be like bit up and shit like that. Mm-hmm. So I just think to myself, like, why did you come out in your itty bitty shorts? Well, like the homeless people in, I know down here, they, a lot of people make fun of them because like in 90 degree weather they got on jackets and sweaters shit. and right. shit and different things like that. But um, what you have to realize is these people have to sleep on the streets and right. with makeshift beds and shit. Right. So 
I'm going to sleep in all these goddamn layers of clothes. Yes, and at any given point in time, they also have to be ready to get up and go. Exactly. I always wonder that. Like, is it an option? Like, we ever watch, like, Fear Factor? And there's always the second stunt where they had the bitches laying in something. And I think to myself, yes, why did you wear itty-bitty shorts? Why didn't you wear, like, some long pants or something mm-hmm. like that? And they got the snakes and shit crawling on first Yes, I'm wearing long everything. Fear factor, fuck them. No, I'm not doing none of that shit. None of it. I'm wearing long everything, but that's just me. Okay. So I have a fear of crickets. I almost lost my shit because it was a cricket. Really? Crickets? Yes, I, because they hop. Like, that they... and. Like, I can do a cricket that's not oh, moving. Oh, stop. That don't see oh, you. Oh, black, ugly things. Sometimes they brown. The one that was by my doorknob the other day, girl, I thought I was going to have a fucking heart attack. For some reason, I saw this damn cricket, and it was right there by the doorknob, and I was like, oh, my God. Mm. Luckily. Do they um, bite? No, I don't think they bite. See. But I, I'm just so terrified of them. Is it because they hop that to Yes. You? Yes. And they hop, like, so fucking high up. My father, one day, I was downstairs in the basement, and crickets were in the basement. And he knows I'm terrified. Our floor was black. So I couldn't tell if there was a cricket on the floor or not. So um, he decides that he's going to cut the light off and close the door. I would have died. Bitch, when I tell you I was screaming, banging on the door, almost pissed myself, trying to get out. And he was just, I'm so fucking scared of crickets like i don't know why how do you feel about frogs because they hop too i don't give a fuck about frogs are you serious mm-hmm. i don't care about frogs now see i give a fuck because they hop so the other day i almost stepped on one and i like it depends because if it's them, if it's some ugly little frogs like them little um what are they called toads no, um, it's like a bullfrog a bull or something. Frog and they make if that noise. Yeah, if it's one of them motherfuckers, yes, I'm I'm terrified. But a cricket, bitch, I don't care what kind of cricket it is. Are you serious? It could be a baby cricket. It can be a, a today's cricket, tomorrow's cricket. I don't care. I'm terrified. And if they put crickets all over top of me, bitch, I'm gonna tell you now. I'm gonna piss on myself and I'm gonna fucking die. I would feel that way about centipedes. I don't like things with a lot of legs. Yeah, that too. Mm-mm. I don't fuck with nothing when it comes to nature. Like I said, my father used to make me watch, um, what's that show called? Um, Discovery Channel with him. Oh, yes. Everything's li- like, I was like, you know what? So I've never do, gone outside. Do spiders bother you? Which ones are we referring to? Have like you the ever daddy seen long legs? No, no, no. Or? Have you ever, technically daddy long legs aren't spiders. The, what, the, what are they then? They are... Come on, YouTube. Well, no, this is because I studied entomology my last semester of college. Boop, boop. Shout out to Dr. Singleton. Um, So, you know how... Okay, so what doesn't make them a spider is... You know on a spider how it has the big part of its body? Mm-hmm. And then it has a small part. Mm-hmm. Daddy Long does, doesn't have that. Everything is on one thing. So, it's just... It's like a little circle. And then their eyes and their mouth are on there. As opposed to a spider has the head and it has the body. So they're arachnids because they have eight legs. They're called what? Arachnids. How do you spell that? A R arachnid. But it's that because they that do have eight legs. That reminded me of Friday when the two brothers was going back and forth, and he was like, "How do you spell Versace?" <laughs> but okay, so you don't know what a like a I think it's called a camel spider. They nope. jump. No, the cricket spiders. They're big and they're brown and their legs are long as shit. And they fucking jump. Crickets already jump, so I see this is this is That no that would take your breath away. Let me tell you. One time I went to the bathroom in the middle of the night and I saw one. Coleman's probably gonna hear this because he's in the house, but I don't care. He'll tell you differently. So middle of the night I screamed. I'm like, oh my fucking god. So I go ahead and I call him. I'm like, yo, come here, like there's in here. He tried to play like he couldn't see it. He was just like, what are you talking about? What? I don't have my glasses on. I was just like, it's right there. He was yelling at me like he couldn't see it. But in real time, I was just like, just say you were scared of it. Because they hop like crickets. No, I ain't got time for that. I'm a YouTuber and send it to you. Please don't. Whatever. I will block you just for that one specific reason. Whatever. Okay, last question. All right. So you're escaping out of a crime. Don't know which crime. Maybe you're getting out of jail Maybe you're trying to rob a bank, whatever. And you're only bringing two people in on the plan. Mm-hmm. Who are you bringing? It does not have to just be your friends. Who are you bringing? Just two. Portia and Katrina. Why? Because they're my leave, friends. Why you leave Coco out? Well, I mean, you said I can only bring two. Yes, but why those two? Because those are my, like, 
my day one down down to kill. We've had bodies for you, for each other, that type of thing. Like, I know these bitches will have my back. I would bring my friend Janine. Because Janine is a lot taller than me. So, she can what handle that mean? aspect. Listen, I'm short. What does that have to do with anything? It has a lot to do with things. Please explain. Because, because I'm tall. Okay, if someone comes and tries to attack me or something like that, and they're taller than me, she can go ahead and she can handle that. Because she tall? That makes a difference. And I mean, yeah, the reach do because she was you. a criminal justice major, so she thinks like she thinks of those little details that I don't. And then my other friend Dwaya, Dwaya is very strong. Okay. Dwaya is about getting out of there. Okay, well, I would be the getaway driver because I apparently am a speed demon. Oh yeah, and them two, they drive like maniacs. You know I ain't gonna drive, because we ain't gonna get out of there. And you know what? You know what's funny? You texted me. I texted you something, and you was like, oh, I'm driving right now. I'll, you know, we'll talk about it later. And I was thinking in my head, bitch, you drive and text all the time. Okay, but it was different, because it's different when I have to stop and focus, and then I didn't know where I was going. Don't question me, okay? Thank you. Did you watch? Did you watch Power? Did you watch Power, Of course I did watch Power. Of course I did. Bitch, what the fuck? Okay, so I, I, now I understand what you mean by Lala's acting. It was getting on my nerves. I was I was paying a little, you know, some closer attention to her acting when her and Tommy had the scene when he was laying on her chest. And I was just looking like, the fuck? Like, she why? Just, I just, ugh. And then when she was just like, who, came? Who? Exactly. Oh, not mine. Yes. We gonna get yes. this, but I was just like, okay. I was like, I can't. I can't. That, ugh, Why? Why, Lord? Okay, did you think that... I? Okay, here's what me and Kunle were trying to figure out when we were watching it. You remember when Proctor came to the house and he was lying about the engagement or whatever the case was, right? Mm-hmm. And you saw how she got that letter from the board? Mm-hmm. He... Did he send that because she really did go and take the test again? She did take the test. He knew that she took the test because they talked about it at court. He made a fake letter to give to her to make her think that's that she was... That's what we were trying to figure yeah, out it was a if fake it was letter. a real letter. If you paid attention, you would see that he was dropping something in there. That was the fake letter because she was waiting on ah. it. It was a fake letter. Then he was like, oh, I'm going to get engaged. Look at the ring. It's fine. Like, he knew what to do to get her to now, go over. Now, that part I caught on. But... You saw how, like, the little dummy bear thing, whatever it is. Now, I wonder, because his dumbass, I wonder if they're going to go ahead and if they're going to use that in court because in some states you're not supposed to unknowingly record people, number one. That doesn't hold up in a court of law. Mm-hmm. So I've heard from SVU. Also, because <laughs> <laughs> also, you're not supposed to record people without their knowledge, but also the fact that are they going to check in with him to see, okay, were you really engaged? No. Why because, would they do that? Because because they could basically say like that that could be used as leverage. Because they're also trying to get Proctor. Because remember, they already think they already know that Proctor's dirty. So maybe it's a situation where he can like, easily say, "Well, she got the letter and it sent her over the edge." Now, if they take the letter and they you know look it up and see that it's falsified, they can get him on those charges too. But I would think they would start with the letter, and I think that he would say it was the letter. But but I'm saying though because that no I get what you're saying the book bag thing was there yeah I get what you're saying and if it saying. picked up that part of the conversation well how would they get that anyway how would they get what how would um what's his name the detective the white guy how would he get it how would uh how would he get that from Proctor get what the recorder thing because it's on the daughter's book bag the daughter because was he there. knew it was there who remember the white guy. He knew what was there. So if all of a sudden that white woman or whatever did overdoses, the daughter's mom, whatever, overdoses, whatever the case she did, is, right? And she died. And he already knows that I put this in the house. He's going to be taking that back. He's going to, because remember in the previous episode, he was looking at the record. He was listening to the recording. Right, right. He has to get it back. That's what I'm saying. How is he going to get it back? Proctor and him don't like each other. And then him, not unless he goes to the door to school. And, you know, tries to break into her locker and Either, get it off but, the book right, bag. But, and that's what I'm saying. How does that work out with him getting the recording, whatever is on it? How does it work that he gets it back? Because remember, mm-hmm. like I said, per my crime shows, you're not supposed to record unknowingly. Right. 
I don't know how he's going to get it back, but I'm, that's what I'm trying to figure out. I, not unless, like I said, not unless he goes to the daughter's school. And they bringing and... my bitch Holly back up. I'm trying to tell you. I'm trying to tell you. I've been saying this two seasons ago from what she I said. They're going to bring it back up. Yeah. But I wonder what Keisha, I wonder, if, hold on, let me back up. Do you think that got, first of all, Tasha don't have more partners in there than Ghost Trifle Nance's head up in there. Okay. The hot girl First summer, of all, that man do what you want to do. That's fine. Okay. He but he kind of looked like Ray Ray to me. I felt like mm. he was in and up, and I was just like, I don't trust him. I don't trust his eyes. He has lovely teeth, though, I might mention. Yeah. This is pretty right. Okay. I don't trust him. Why? What gives you the know. reason not to trust him? I'm I'm wondering if maybe Lorenz Tate or whatever it is sent him over there Ooh. to check things out. Yep. Because they said to keep an eye on uh, St. Yep. Patrick. Yep. Mm. I just don't trust it. And I don't trust that little politician bitch neither. I don't trust yeah. any of those. She's a little stuff. she's a little undercover. She's doing too little, much. She's yeah, doing she's a lot. Little undercover little thing. She's doing a lot. So predictions for next week. What do you see happening? Mm. I don't know. What keeps me on my toes? I just can't take it. I just hope ghosts don't don't kill a, kill another lover of hers. I want to see her in a relationship and being happy a little bit. Okay, but Tasha get every man she fucks killed. That That's because glows. Uh, glows. That's because of ghosts. And first of all, jealousy. I don't he even don't understand why she was messing with Sean in the first place. That poor baby. You know he was not about that life. Okay, my thing is, Ghost can go and do his dirt, but when Tasha no, out here trying to do I her, agree. But when you know your nigga is crazy or your ex nigga is crazy, you know he's capable of, why would you play like that? Although she did try to warn this one. Why can't she just get dick like everybody else? I'm not saying that she can't. But you know your whatever it is is crazy. And then he, somebody, I saw this meeting, it was just like, Ghost keeps seeing uh, Angela, but how come he ain't never seen Raina not once? That's what the fuck I died. was talking about. I was like, so this nigga never seen Raina, but he out here seeing uh, Angela. He never really cares Angela about is that Angela is so on a, Jimmy, hey Jimmy, why don't but you, you care? But why you haven't will. you ever killed Tommy? I never told you to kill Tommy. But I just will. asked you why. And Dre, or whatever his name is, Dre Drove. Mm. He got to go. He has to go. I'm sick of him. I'm sick of his ass. Yes. But I Ghost know. Knows. I know. Ghost he knows. He, he bitch, knows. Hello. He fucking knew. Especially he when they was knows. in that car that last yeah. time. Mm-hmm. Yup. Hello. Mm-hmm. He better be careful. He better I, he be careful. He knows. He saw them, uh, the FBI. He looked back and he saw them in sure the rear mirror. And he was so scared in the car looking back. Dumbass. Giving it away. You he's don't gonna look kill back. Him. He's going to kill him. But that's okay. Now, I did want to know. I don't think he's going to kill him. I think he's going to use him for information. Use him, but I think he's going to kill him later on. He might. Or I think Dre may get his own self killed. He might. Everybody got to go on the show, apparently. Mm-hmm. I ended up seeing the movie Hustlers. Okay. First of all, before I get there, happy Hispanic Heritage Month, guys. Boop, boop. Boop, 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 boop. I honestly thought it started in October, so no shade, but... No, well, first of all, I think it's weird that it doesn't start on the first of the month. Yeah. So it's I, like in the middle of September. Yeah, so September 15th to October 15th. Okay. Which is really interesting to me. Um, but shout outs to you guys. I'm, I'm loving all of the, um, I see a lot of festivals coming mm-hmm. up. I'm seeing a lot of things coming up on TV. So they deserve it. They're a big part of the American culture. And enjoy your month, guys. Enjoy it. Hello. Hello. All right. Hustlers. Pescado. <laughs> <laughs> my my Espanol is improving. I just want you to know that. Okay. Moving on to Hustlers, like you don't said. Don't shade. Don't shade. Um, so I saw it, and it was so fucking good. Although, I was a little bit disappointed because J-Lo's butt, maybe because she did lose the weight for the movie, it's not as big as I thought. Like, how big would you think and expect? I thought it was more plump. You know how people have, like, the little cuff, like a little... Mm-hmm. It's kind of like schmoopish. Like she got a little like, I can't even describe it. Jeans do her butt justice and dresses do. Mm-hmm. However, when she was out there on the pole, I was expecting a little bit more zhush, a little more juice. Okay. I was disappointed. Was she nude in any of the scenes? No. Okay, good. Because I was getting no. right there. I know that new husband was not about to have that. No. Cardi was literally in there for like five minutes. But she said that she couldn't do more. She wanted to get on the pole, but she had just had her plastic surgery, so they told her no. I think she just had her breast done. 
Oh, okay. But it was such a great movie, and it's based on a true story. Um, and it just, it definitely opened up conversations and, you know, looking at the culture of, you know, why women get into that field, you know? And I hate and it's that, hard to get right, out, apparently. Right, and I hate that misconception that people say, like, oh, they're hoes or this or that. No, the girl was there. She was trying to take care of her family. Some women are there for school. And, like, it's a job like any any other thing else. Mm-hmm. Um, now, I'm not saying the other things don't transpire just as they do as in other fields of work. But it's a great movie. Y'all should fucking see it. Um, and they got them white men for their money. And I'm that man. Hmm. Hello? Because hmm. they were taking that stolen money anyways. Hmm. Boop, boop, boop. My friend, have you been watching? I know you probably haven't. What is it called? Married at First Sight. Everybody keeps telling me to watch it, and I have not yet. To sit can down you and please watch it. just watch this new season? If you watch Married at First Sight, you will know my frustration. Keith and this girl named Iris, so they're they're black, and I thought that they were going to stay married. They ended up. He wanted a divorce. Iris wanted to stay married, and she broke down so hard. Aww. Like, sitting in a room with three people in front of you, and these are the experts that put you together. Right. And it's me and you. And you say, oh, I want to stay married. And I turn around and say, I don't want to stay married to you because you're you're mentally not ready or something to that effect. Oh. She broke down, and I feel so bad. I would but this was supposed to be like a two-month recap where he says he misses her, and I want to see what's going to happen. So is this new season, is it like starting over from the beginning with them? Or do I have to go back? No, you gotta go back, sis. You gotta go back. How many seasons? I mean, no, no. This season just covers them. Right, that's what I meant. Right, I, okay. I'm sorry. This season just so covers it's a them. So per every season. Yeah. It's uh-huh. four couples per season. Okay, I got you. Yeah. Okay. Well, maybe I could do that. Yeah, please do. It's really good. Okay, because 90 Day Fiance, a bitch had to cat. I was just like, oh, you wasn't the only one. Who are you and who are you? Okay. You weren't the only one. I could do that. Yeah, it's really good. Please make sure you take a look at it. I think I could do that. Okay, so um, as you guys know, the kitties are back in school. Um, And there was Sandy Hook, which was a school shooting that took place in 2012 in Newtown, Connecticut where elementary school kids were gunned down and killed, and the shooter later on went ahead and killed himself. There's something that comes out every year, and it's called the Sandy Hook Promise, and they do essentially like an infomercial gearing up for the school year about, you know, gun violence and shootings in school. Mm -hmm. And um, Shay and I actually just watched the video not too long ago. Do you want to... I'll let you talk about it and describe. Because I have to watch it more than once. Okay. So, first of all, I thought it was like a commercial. Like, you know how Target and Walmart put out their little back-to-school sales. I really thought it was like that. And then it goes from, okay, we're selling you something to now these socks could have been great, you know... As a tourniquet. As a tourniquet. A tourniquet for blood as a little girl that got shot in the leg. And these scissors work out really well to stab somebody coming around the corner with a gun or something like that like and then you got a little girl my mom finally got me a phone and it'll help me with um texting her to let her know I love you and I'm okay first of all it went from a commercial to what the fuck real quick agreed agreed I had to watch it more than once because I was just like first of all why the fuck are we watching like school supplies and what? But it didn't hit me. It was something until I saw the little girl holding the scissors. And then I paid attention to the kids in the background. And then you heard the shooting. And the part that got me about the commercial was a little girl in the bathroom who was on her phone and she was just like, I finally got a phone. Crying. Crying. That's something for me because I used to beg my mom yes! for a fucking phone. Mm-hmm. Okay? And watching that commercial is going to make you want to get a phone for your child. Yeah. Of course, you're not going to be responsible with it. But just the fact of knowing that your child's safe mm-hmm. is going to be very important. Like, this cannot be, this is, this should not be our new norm. I know. I remember when, um... I was in elementary school when Columbine happened, and I remember coming home and I was talking to my mom, and she's like, "Shh, she says be quiet, be quiet." She was like, "There was a school shooting today," and I'm in what second, third grade. I didn't know what that was, but I remember when we went back to school the next day. Mm-hmm. That's when they implemented lockdowns, mm-hmm. and I remember going home and be like, "Well, we learned something new today. You have to get in a corner and you have to be quiet." But now they're actually doing active shooter drills. Yeah, and I'm wondering. 
I'm wondering if workplaces should have active shooter drills. Well, I know my job does. Yes, your new job. <laughs> that new government And your job, job is understandable because of what has occurred at one of their other locations. I'm not going to say where, mm-hmm. but what has occurred at their other locations. But I still remember when I worked at the high school, these niggas was off the chain. <laughs> but we had a lockdown and... The teacher, the principal got over the loudspeaker and she says, I need you all to check your trash cans. Because there was a, and let me tell you, when I tell you, the spirit of discernment is real. I remember that day saying to her, like, again, them kids were off the freaking chain of that school. But I remember the, I remember saying to my coworker, I felt like we, I said, watch us be on lockdown today. Just watch. I don't know what made me say it, but I said it. And we were getting ready to go to lunch. And then all of a sudden the thing went off. The lockdown, and then the, but the principal got over the thing. She said, "This is not a drill." And then she came back on, and I'm like, and I'm like, I said, "No, nah, fuck this." I said, "We leaving out of here." I said, "I'm not." I said, "I'm not sitting here for this shit." So I get my coat. I'm like, "Get your shit. Let's go. We're not staying here. Whatever, whatever, whatever." And when she said, "She said this is not a drill," she said, "I need you to check your trash cans." I immediately, I had a panic attack. Thank God for the nurse practitioner that was there with me, and like, I immediately went into like fight or flight mode. Because at first, like when we we had the stupid things all the time or whatever it was, but it was so only was the you kids. fighting or were you fighting? I was get, in that moment when I heard her come back on and she said, "This is not a drill," because mm-hmm. it was an alarm that sounds off. So I'm like, "Well, shit, I gotta go pee." So I'm I'm like, because we were where we were, we were in the wellness center, so we were in an enclosed space, mm-hmm. and we kept having these things as a reg- we kept having them, but so it was thinking because it's a drill and it's I'm not. thinking it's a drill. So I'm like, "All right, fuck, it, I'm going. I gotta pee. I don't know how long this thing is gonna be. I gotta pee." So the nurse comes up, she's like, no, Ashley's like, go on there. And then the, the teacher, and then she came over, she was like, this is not a drill. When, and I'm like, no, I'm not staying here. I'm like, immediately, I'm like, no, nah, fuck that. I grab my coworker. I grab him like, bitch, we getting out of here. Let's go. The nurse practitioner, she grabbed the door, and then all of a sudden, the principal came back on. And she was just like, I need you to all check your trash cans, check your, check your desks, pull the doors. Because it was supposed to be like a bomb or something. Because like there were conversations going around. When I tell you... I have never felt that sense. And I've been around places where, like, you're in a club and niggas are shooting and people mm-hmm. get stabbed. But this is completely different. Because I was out of my control to where there was no place for me to run. I My mind was immediately like, okay, like, we got to get out the window. Mm-hmm. Like, we have to break this window. And if that happens, whatever it is. And then all of a sudden, we heard the SWAT team. I... I have never in my life, and then the nurse practitioner was just like, Alex, it's okay. The nurse came over, she told me to talk, she said, Alex, this is not a drill, but it's okay. I need the security guard's number there, and I'm texting, and I'm like, are we okay? Like, what's going on? Da-da-da. He was just like, I don't know. He was just like, something's going on. He was just like, the SWAT team is, and like, you can hear them. So we're in the mm. wellness center, and then we have our office. We're in my office, and then there's the outside of the thing, and... We had the drill of, and we had already had to put up, like, paper down. Like, we had the drill of, like, you have to put black color paper down at all times, whatever it is, in case there is an active shooter. When I tell you, I'm, like, texting, I'm, like, I te- and I remember just texting my mom, like, we're having a lockdown. This is not a drill. If something happens, I'm texting my friend. I'm, like, can you please check the news? Like, is something going on? Tell me what's happening. Like, I was fucking panicking. Come to find out that. I don't, even, I don't even remember what the situation was, but long story short, it wasn't a fucking drill. When I tell you, like, I cannot imagine being in a classroom and, and hearing gunshots go off. Hearing the feet of the SWAT mm-hmm. team come in, I thought, like, I was just like, oh my fucking God, this is it. And then after that, the nurse practitioner always checked on me. She was just like, Alex, this is okay. Like, you're fine. Da, 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 da. So she would always text me, like, if she knew, like, there was going to be heads up about something. Because after that, like, I went into complete, like... I'm ready to fight or flight. I'm like, nah, bitch, we getting the fuck up out of here. And I'm ready to grab my coworkers. And I'm like, nah, bitch, it's like, you coming or you not. And then when she got up on the second time and said, check your desk and your drawers. And then we heard the SWAT team. So I'm like, oh, my God, there could be a bomb. It's about to go off. We're going to be stuck in this building. What is going to happen? So I can only imagine on that level. And that particular school that you were at, it's fucking humongous. Yes. And I was near the entrance. We had a lot of gang affiliation in the mm-hmm. school, um, and you know we was on lockdown however much many before because there was someone. It's not funny, but no, it's not funny. Child got held up at gunpoint. He shouldn't have been skipping class anyways, 
and the helicopters is going around, all this other stuff is going around in school. Like that school was off the chain. But in that moment, the feeling of not being in control set me over the edge. So now when I go places, I'm constantly looking like, okay, if I'm, I never, like now when I go to the movies, I'm sitting there and I'm like, okay, if something happens, can I get out? Am I an appropriate seat that if someone comes in here, can I hide? Am I going to be able to get out of here? And now you have to add in if you go to a freaking Walmart, if you go to this, or if you go to a fair or whatever the case is. And I think it's sad that that is now our new fucking no normal. It's crazy. Ugh, I just, I'm just, I'm praying again for a successful school year. Ugh, I just, I can't, I can't even. But your old boy R. Kelly, the nigga still in jail. <laughs> he ain't getting out. He ain't got no money. So this man, no, not even the man. Okay, so remember the lady that posted his bail? She was basically trying to sue him for the money back, and the judge denied it. Like, first of all, you voluntarily put this money up. For him to get out. I don't know why she thought she was going to get that money back. I don't that know why That nigga ain't she... have no money. First of all, if he had the money, he wouldn't need your he, fucking exactly. money to get him, exactly. his ass out. And then he's up in there. So why would you think? Why? I don't understand that. So did she ask the courts for her money back? She did. Once she found out that he was up for felony charges. Yeah. She was like, I want my money back. And the judge was like, no. I wouldn't no, you never to get your who you first of all, who you getting money from? Not from R. Kelly. And you damn sure ain't getting it from the cool house. So try again, boo boo. I was just confused. I was confused isn't even a word to describe what that was to me in my mind. Cause why does that make sense to you? Why did you think that you was gonna get your money, sis? He ain't have it to begin with. And you thought of all people that was gonna give you back money, you thought the courts was exactly. What a bird. She tried that. You That's know. like so my friend, um, she works for a company, whatever it is, and they, they're into something, whatever it is. And the woman went ahead, got the full services, and then said because the machine or whatever was cut off for two to three minutes, so she heard. She wanted her money back. I was like, bitch, did she get all that she was promised and then some? She was just like, yeah. I said, so why did you thought you were about to get your money back? That's just like saying, oh, I don't like the food that and I'm eating. And you ate all the food, and then you it. want your money back. This ain't no product. Girl, I had it happen yesterday at work. This man, he ordered something. I agree the dessert was a little bit dry. (laughs) Whatever. Okay. So he gets the dessert. And I'm like, oh, did you like it? He was just like, no, I wouldn't get it again. It wasn't good. And I'm looking at his plate. Well, you sure fucked it up because it was gone. Basically. If I didn't like it the first bite, I'm going to, hey, you know what? Don't really care for this. Yada, yada. But you ate the whole motherfucking thing. All of it. And I could tell, you know when you could tell a person has scraped it? Like, you know, they get it and they be like this. I saw them lines. I saw the, I saw the lines in the plate. So I'm like, you enjoyed it. You liked it. <laughs> kind of the way you are right now with your Chipotle. <laughs> like, Fuck you. I'm just yeah. saying, you know, when you're trying to scoop it up, trying to get a little bit. And it only and I'm hits only like trying to keep from laughing. And it hits the crevices of like the spoon or the fork, mm-hmm. and it's just a little bit like a little. That's all. The, it's done. Mm-hmm. I see you. You need a spoon at this point. I'm about to lift this one. I see you trying to scoop up every last rice grain. I'm not mad, sis. <laughs> I'm not upset. Oh. <laughs> she really thought she was gonna get her money back. Mm-hmm. Like this is not a video game system. And you want to return it because you want some money back. Ain't no th- first of all, no, I don't know why you thought that, that no he wasn't. That. First of all, I don't understand why you thought that he was ever going to go ahead and he was going to, he wasn't, that he wasn't not going to go back in there. Okay? I guess she thought that posting his bail, she can get like a whole bunch of money from him after. Do you remember how the girls was like, the families got hush money or whatever? Mm-hmm. I guess she was thinking, okay, if I put up this money, when he get and you know out, what it is? and he me, start and you know what the fuck my it is? money back. Sis ain't got no more motherfucking money. Because nope. you know what? That daycare service probably shut the fuck down for doing what she did. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what you get, you stupid hoe. Stay in your lane, sis. Yes, stay in your lane. You stupid Stay in your lane, you, you stay in your tax bracket. Hell. You have to do that. If you couldn't afford to lose that money, hmm. you couldn't afford it, don't, don't lend it. Don't you better it preach, sis. You better open your lips and preach. I'm just okay? saying. I'm just saying. Don't ever, ever, ever... Lend, quote unquote, lend anybody money if you can't afford to lose it. 
Hmm. I just, I just, I just, I don't get it. Okay. So, you're married now. Mm-hmm. Let me get your perspective of the Fantasia comment. I've been married now, for two minutes. You have. <laughs> so, that's why I'm, I'm asking you. So, Fantasia recently made a comment where people are getting really upset and rowdy about it, which I don't understand. She basically said that single women are missing their blessing for having a man because they're so used to doing it all. Mm-hmm. They're so used to being the man and the woman. And the men are kings or the head of the household and the women are the neck. Meaning, you know, they don't make any moves without us. That sort of thing. I think I can actually get the clip to play. Okay. Let me see. Let me see. If my phone don't embarrass me. More of that. You know what I mean? We need more men to stand up and, and lead the way. Most women are trying to be the leader. That's why you can't find a man. You can't be the king in the house. Fall back and be the queen and let your man lead, lead the way. So I salute you for that. What does that mean? You, you can't be a lady? Because a lot of women look at that like, no, you know, I can lead in my household. I can do this in my household. What does that mean? That's not how it's supposed to be. And that's why we bump heads. And I feel like it's a generational thing. And we can talk, we can go real deep on that. And I might need, I don't need to start that, but it's a generational curse mm-hmm. in how society have placed our men mm-hmm. and women have to, to to stand up and be the mother and the father and the provider. And so then now you are so bad, you so you can't be told nothing that when the right man come, you lose him because you're trying to be the, the man. I was going to say, right. man, can we be equal? Oh, of course. Because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, I'm the neck, my man's the head. So he can't make any moves without his wife. You know what I mean? It all works together. Mm. Okay. Sister Barino. So you've been married for a little over two seconds. Mm -hmm. So tell me your thoughts. I agree with her 110%. I think we, and I think that has gone back to my conversation that I had several podcasts ago. And I said, I felt like we are in a society where, and I didn't like, where I'm all for the independent woman, sis, get your coins, always have your own bag, don't depend on no nigga for nothing. Always have your own. However, I feel like we are in a culture to where women have had to be so independent and we raise our daughters, we baby our sons. So a lot of us, we come from a cycle of we see our mothers, they've had to play the mom and dad role. And our mothers are going ahead and they're working the two and three jobs and they're enforcing on their children, their daughters specifically, don't depend on a man for everything. Have your own. Go to school, get your good job, get your money, get your house, get your this, get your that. And then you can go ahead and you can let the man go ahead and fall into place after that. I think that's good, but I also feel like we forget to tell our daughters it's okay to be in love. And it's okay to, in a healthy relationship, it's okay to do this. We've had a conversation about gender roles before. I think... In a relationship, I do think it's 50-50 or whatever people want to say. I do agree with the women, we are the neck, the men are the head. But I do feel like, and I don't want anybody to crucify me. I don't want anybody to think, oh, because you're married, yada, yada, yada. I don't want anybody to think about this, so I have to say this very carefully. I think that sometimes women, we, we have been so used to being this independent chick, this da 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 that sometimes when we get with a man, we don't allow a man to be a man and kind of step into his role. <clears throat> and I feel like it becomes to the point where sometimes we demean a man. We're not willing to sometimes meet a man where he's at and grow with him. And our our dating pool for black women is a small is a small amount because you have men who are incarcerated. You have men who may not like women, and then you you have your men who your black men who like white women or other and then you also have your black men who just maybe you don't maybe you're a woman you don't want a man who has kids already maybe you're a woman who you don't want a man who's already been married maybe you want a man who's independent and who can stand on his own two feet i fortunately was lucky enough to where Cooley and i met each other in college so we were kind of on the same playing field so we've been able to grow together but I could see that if I had continued on and I hadn't met him, how I could be in that situation to where I may be too independent for him. And I've had Kunle say to me previously when we were dating, yo, let me be the man a little bit. I get it's great that you can do this for your own, but I would like to also help you. Let me let me be able to do X, Y, and Z. But what does that look like? Because I, when you make the comment, <clears throat> well, when people say, 
let the man be the man or um, the man is supposed to, to leave the house or anything to that effect, what does that look like if a man, if a man did not raise a man? Does that make sense? If you were never raised by a man mm-hmm. to show you the way right. to be a man, right. how are you to determine and know what a man's place is? Right. And I think that goes back to we are in a culture and a society where, unfortunately, where a lot of women are having to play both roles, right? Mm-hmm. And I think in the situation, I feel like a lot of times when we do have single parents, sometimes you feel like you may have to overcompensate. Right, but so, what does that look like, though? I'm, I'm, I'm just trying to get, like, a visual of... What does it look like to have a man be a man? I think for it's you. different for me. Um, well, I didn't grow up with my father. I was raised with my mother, and I had to. I, it's not something I learned until my second relationship. I've been in three, and it was something. As some, my first relationship, I was used to being essentially the breadwinner. Like if we ever wanted to do something, I had to pay for it. When he wanted to get me something, his mama had to supply the money so he can go ahead and get me a gift because he didn't feel the need to work, and his mother didn't make him have to work. Okay, it wasn't until several years after we went ahead and we graduated to where he went ahead and he decided, okay, I guess I want some money. I'm going to have to work. But even then, it always felt like an option. My second relationship, it was just like, nah. Like, I remember when we went, I went to Olive Garden and I'm, we're going out. He asked to take me out and I'm pulling out my wallet. He's like, what are you doing? I said, I'm about to pay. He's like, I asked you out. I'm the man. And he was just like, when we go ahead and we get further on a relationship, if you want to go ahead and you want to pay, that's fine. He says, but as a man, don't insult me like that. He said, I asked you. Mm. And he took, no, no, because mm, he, mm, mm. but. But right there, that but, little right, line but is that, And I was just like, you know what, you right. <clears throat> and then he opened the door for me to put myself in position like, nigga, I'm going to pay. You asked me out. And then it was, we went to the gas station. It was, I'm getting ready to get out. It's my car. We're going somewhere. I happened to drive that time. He said, what are you doing? I said, I'm about to pump my gas. He was just like, I don't give a shit if it's my car. Now, he said, the man is in the car with you. I should be pumping your gas. Let me open your door. Let me do this. Let me do that. I can I can do it myself. But he was just like, nah. And then I had talked to someone after him, and we had gone out. So I had gotten used to that. Mm-hmm. We went out with this guy, and he ended up, he paid. And then the next time we had a conversation, he was just like, that was cool and all. He says, "Uh, but maybe next time we can go half, or you could pay. And yeah, I, was I was just looking like, nigga, it. what? Like, I always bring, I always brought my own money just in case, but I just kind of felt like, why would you say that? But with that other particular relationship, his dad was around. So he knew what it was mm-hmm. to be a gentleman. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I remember, God rest his soul, I remember at his dad's funeral, um, someone was telling a story or whatever it was, and the mom had gotten up. It was the middle of the night, and she was making a steak. And the dad, the brother, their son was just like, it's whatever time it is in the morning. Why do she was just like because if my man wants me to get up at two three in the morning and make the steak, I'm gonna do that. She said because you wanna know why? I never have to want for anything. Hmm. He protects me. He takes care of the household. So if my man calls me at two in the morning and he says, "Hey babe, this is what I'm feeling. I'm getting up and I'm getting that." You wanna know why? She said because he handles the business of everything else. And he was saying they were like, you know, are you afraid to pass away? And he was saying, no. He says all I care. He's I'm only for he's because I want to make sure that my wife is good. That's what, and that to me right there, that was just a love I don't think I've ever seen. So I understood he was still an ancient nigga. <laughs> I just need to put that out there. I'm not, I'm not gonna go there. But I'm done. But he showed me, you know what? You should pay for that. And then when I got with Kunle, you know, we was both broke. We was both this, that, and third, or whatever it was. But Kunle brought in the element of, yo, let me have your back. You don't always have to be this mm-hmm. let me let me step into this role let me to do this and let me to do that and because I'm a very dominant person it felt good to finally be able to let my guard down and let him do it now that's not to say that when we go out I don't go ahead and I'm not gonna put in or whatever it is but we've come to a place to where like if we go to the movies maybe I'll get the tickets he'll get the snacks or whatever the case is he may buy this I may buy that mm-hmm. but I was getting ready to ask do you guys yeah. do that what do you think it is to that? Like, what do you think about her comment? I think she's right on the money. Um, I think we're in a time where the roles have sh- shifted a little bit, mm-hmm. where the man is now um, the stay-at-home dad mm-hmm. and the provider for the kids and then the soccer dad, as you, people right. would say. Um, and I think that's lovely. I think that's beautiful. I, I feel like we fought for these rights and we wanted to be equal, and now we are. 
Um, but I also feel like a man should be a man. However, I think a lot of the world and a lot of people don't know exactly what that looks like. Mm-hmm. Because they either don't have their dad in their life, and mm-hmm. that can be from mass incarceration, that can be from death, that can be from whatever. Right. But, and then also, even if they have a mentor, are they mentoring them to be what, per se? Right. And a lot of us haven't seen healthy relationships. Exactly. So I think it's very important for... First of all, let me just say this. I'm not taking away from any of the single women in the world because I get it. My sisters are single moms and they're raising, you my know, boys too. and girls, you know, my mom or whatever, whatever the case is. They're raising these kids by themselves. Some of them chose to be in that situation mm-hmm. and some of them didn't. Mm-hmm. So I agree with what she's saying, but at the same time, I want to, I want to think about it in a different perspective. Mm-hmm. What does that look like? I think it's subjective to everybody. Right. And that's, for me, mind you, I've been married for four years, going on five, and we're still trying to figure out mm-hmm. what that looks like. I never want to take away from my husband being the man, but I think it's a little difficult when your dad wasn't really there, so then you don't know how to, to fall back to to be that, that man. Because I'm very, um, what's the word I'm looking You're for? You're very fucking, I'll do it. Yes. Yeah, I'm, I one, I'm one of those people like, okay, I asked you to do something and you didn't do it. So, you know what? I'm going to do it myself and I won't ask your ass ever. And God forbid again. they see you doing it. Exactly. They didn't want to come oh, over. Oh, let me let me help you. I didn't ask you. I asked you your help a couple days ago. You didn't do it. So, let me do it. Right. And I'll figure it out myself and I won't ask you right. no more. I'm one of them people. Right. And I'm very um, outgoing and I'm very loud. I wasn't like that when I was younger, but I am in that in my adult years. So I need somebody that's going to match me per se in certain scenarios. So you have a son and a daughter. Yes. So having a son and a daughter, what, okay, let me just, let me go back to the original point first. I think I do agree with her. I think that when you like myself and I say that I'm a very independent person, I do what I want. I want my husband. I don't need my husband. And I let that be very clear. However, I don't do it in a condescending way. I don't do it in a demeaning way. And I think that's important. And I think... Even though I you think may- that's where I lack. Because I'm I'm very funny. Right. Like, I think I'm funny. So I will jokingly say something. And it might make him feel some type of way. Right. But I won't know But until men months- need their ego stroked. Unfortunately. And I think that's just sometimes, I think we all do, but I think with men specifically, and I feel like because men are not taught to let me communicate how I'm feeling, mm-hmm. they'll be upset and you may not know until later on they get mad at some little shit or you think it's little, mm-hmm. and but they're really mad about something else. And I'm, I'm not no stroking, stroking your ego type of bitch. I'm not right. that. That's not who I am. I'm not going to sit here and sugarcoat a motherfucking thing. I ain't doing it. Right. It's either it's black or it's white. And I'm not giving you nothing in between. And I think that's where we bump heads because now we're trying to figure out our dynamic. Like I said, we got married at a young age. Um, I I was 23. I can't remember how old that nigga was. Um, (laughs) We were pregnant. We were were originally going to get married in October. We ended up getting married in February. We were pregnant. I had my son in March. So Mm -hmm. we literally were married for a month. Mm. And then we went from newlyweds to, okay, we children. How, what we doing? We right. parents. Let's figure this out. Uh, how are we going to do this? Right. Where is this money coming from? Like, it, it, the dynamic changed really quickly. Right. So, we didn't really have a time to really sit down and figure out, okay, well, whose role is this? Who's going to do this? Who's right. going to do that? That type of thing. But for me, I do, like, when we say gender roles, I do the cleaning and things. For me, I made this clear to him. I feel like a man should be a provider. And I'm not saying pay my bills. Right. I'm not saying none of that. Right. I'm saying if you need to, go get two jobs. Right. Because that's what you're built to do. Right. I am technically built to bear your children. Right. But I'm going to get this job. Right. 
Right. It's a matter of, are you going to hold us down? Right. Or I need you to hold me down. I need you to hold this family down. Right. You be the foundation. I'll be the glue. Because that's basically how I see it, if that makes any sense. No, I get it. So I think, so for maybe people who aren't maybe necessarily in relationships, and again, I only speak from this perspective because that was me. Right. And again, I was ready to pull out my card and he was just like, what the fuck? And then my and then after that my mindset was just like nah yo like but then I think back to like maybe he was never taught to do whatever it is because he was only with his mom and his mom took care of everything as the woman that's mm-hmm. what he saw but I do feel like I, I think I think as black women women of color women period I think we fought so hard to get to where we are mm-hmm. that society has kind of taken over to the fact I feel like society has put us in a place to where we don't need this and granted you know we don't like we can pay our own bills we can go to work we can be self-sufficient however I think when it comes to relationship I feel like it's okay to be submissive it's okay to let somebody else take the lead and I feel like we have to take the lead in so many other situations and so many we have to try to we have to fight twice as hard at work if you are a woman of color Times 10, Mm -hmm. times 100, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. You have to fight. We have to fight to get our education, to get our right to vote, to get this, to get that. So we have to fight so much. And it's just the last thing that I want to do is when I come home and be with my significant other, I don't want to have to fight for what I feel like I already deserve. Right. So a lot of times we have that mentality of, fuck it, I'll do it. And it's just kind of like... In a relationship, I don't want to have to have that. I'm not saying that Kool-Aid's perfect and he'll do I definitely had a, like, fuck it. I would do it. Right. You know what I mean? However, I have had to say, like, you do have to kind of say, you know what? Thank you for doing that. In mm-hmm. my mind, I'm like, I would have done it. Right. Whatever. I shouldn't have said that. But I feel like men kind of need that. But I kind of feel like I want you. I don't need you. Right. Just make that clear. But I don't need to bring it up every time, chance again. Right. But what... What does submissive look like to you? Because I don't think I'm submissive. And I think, once again, that's where we bump heads. Because I got married so young, I've never seen, like, a healthy relationship. Like, my grandmother would talk about my grandfather, but he passed away many of years before I was, like, even born. And my sisters are six years older than me, but we are not close at all. Like, my friends are considered my sisters before my sisters are sisters. So, I've seen submissive in a couple different ways. Um, Again, my mother wasn't married. Um... I've seen maybe two marriages in front of my face, but in one particular situation that I've seen, this nigga is a dog, and we all know it, but she will still go ahead and she'll still make his food and his things like that. Not to me, that's not what I'm going to do. You ain't going to be having all these whatever it is outside of this home and think you about to come over here and get you a hot plate because that ain't going to happen. Okay? That's not me. Um, Submissive for me as it's come to be, I feel like my approval and being right rating is about 99.8%. 99.8%. I for you? you not. In my house, I kid you not. Yes, for me. I swear to you. I know it is with men. They don't want to listen. But I've had to learn to just like, you know what? I ain't going to argue with you. I'm gonna, We'll do it your way. I just say okay. And I ha- Right. I have mm-hmm. to say okay. okay. But even though in the back of my mind, mm-hmm. I'm like. I know it's not going to work I out. already know what's about mm-hmm. to happen. But I felt like, you know what? Let me allow him to do it. And I had to stop being the one to be the captain, save a whole mm-hmm. problem solver, I have to be like, you know what? Well, what do you think? Right. Do you think we should try it this way? Right. Now, I try to step in if I feel like it's going to go far left, and I, I'm having to learn to not be like, I fucking told you so. Yeah. Okay, so maybe I am submissive, because I don't... <laughs> I, I'm But it's just so like, much. but I'm, I'm literally... I try to give you the benefit of the doubt, Yeah. but in my mind, I'm like... Nigga, I already told you that shit wasn't going to work. For me, I struggle with the fact that I have a grown-ass person next to me and they are able to make suggestions and give ideas and different things. And it's, it's hard for me to sit here and say that I want, that I do everything. Mm Mm-hmm. I didn't want to be a secretary in 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 an Oh, Kula <laughs> makes a joke all the time. Like you are, and like it is. It's it's frustrating, and sometimes it's just like, what is common sense to me is not common sense to the next person. Thank you. So I'll give an example. Like even with the wedding planning process, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> My husband, it's like I don't want to help out, but then I have. An opinion about everything, right? Mm-hmm. I said that from the beginning. Annoying thing fucking ever. 
and I have to be like, remember, this is what we discussed. Like, I feel like I'm at work sometimes where I have to like pull out receipts. Mm-hmm. This is what we said. This is what we discussed. Let me coordinate this time. Hey, are you at work right now? Are you on your lunch break? Let's go ahead. We have to make this call. We have to do this. We have to do that. Or like when he was getting his surgery done or whatever it was, I had to kind of like, no, let me because I, I don't, which is why I agree with her. We are the neck. They are the head. You mm-hmm. don't move unless I move. Exactly. Okay. But. And I think that put that in perspective for me, just to hear somebody actually say it outside of like my mother-in-law, like she, and I don't want to bash her. She really gets on my nerves and I get so tired of it. Cause I feel like she's defending the stupidity and that really pisses me off. And it's like, but it's always like, a blanket. Like, but I oh, feel like it's because he's a man. What the, what does right, that and mean? And I agree with that. And I agree. I wholeheartedly, I feel like there are just some situations where they, whatever your sexual orientation is, there are just some things that just applies to all men across the board, no matter what you like. Okay. Mm-hmm. Same with women. There are just some things that apply to us. Just red men are just naturally more rougher, rugged, whatever it is. But I do agree. I don't like these suits because he's a man X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. In some situations. However. No, every situation. It's however, no excuse. I feel like, again, I just bring it back to the point of I feel like in society right now where we are culturally, as women, we have had to do, we've had to fight for everything. Mm-hmm. And we are now women raising men. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the conversation in itself. I'm not going to go into that today. However, and I feel like we babied our we babied our men. Now, do you think that's because black men already have a bad reputation? So as moms, we are like, speaking for myself, I'm not saying I do this, but we are just like, oh, I'll do it because you know you're going to have a rough, I already know I'm ahead, you're going to have a rough lifetime or whatever it is. I think, for starters, I think that the relationship between mother and son is very... Is different. Essentially, when you have kids, if you you are, for me, my son. I don't even know how to say this without it saying sounding crazy. I'm essentially my son's girlfriend. Yes, as as fathers are supposed to be their their daughters. Girlfriend, their first love. Yes, their first love. You're supposed to be in love. Yes, right. So then it's hard to not give and because the love and affection so is there. do you okay so let me ask you this as a mom to a boy and a girl do you feel like you are a little bit harsher on your daughter than you are on your son no do you think your do you think your husband is mm, i think we expect more from the girl only because my son has autism mm-hmm but even if he like let's take the autism out of the out of the equation when i'm talking to him i make him understand that right. we'll even you still a boy you still going to do what i say <laughs> it don't matter how you slice it i'm right. still your mama right autism or not right so i feel like in some aspects i expect more from my daughter to be like that leader role mm-hmm. but at the same time it's still my son that Pulls, pulls everything together. Right. Like, if she falls, he'll go over and make sure she's okay. But even, that type of right. Thing. But even so, subconsciously, it's she is... The mom. She's the mom. Mm-hmm. Between me and my sibling, I am the girl, I am the mom. Um, I am the protector. I, I'm a protector in a different way. Like, my mm-hmm. empathy is for my brother. You know what I mean? So think about it, maybe when she gets older, she's very independent because... Not even because she's a girl, whatever it is, but like she's essentially, she's had to be a little bit more independent. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Because you expect different things from her. And I think with traditionally with daughters and things like that, we, whether it's we're subconsciously preparing them for things that we've gone through and we've experienced, because as women, we know what that's like, Mm -hmm. that we have to work twice as hard. I feel like we subconsciously, you know, implement that into our daughters Mm -hmm. because we have to. Not because we want to, but because we have to. So now here we are and we get, we're older and we're in these dating worlds. It's just like... I don't know how to let somebody else take over, take be over. in control. Not, I don't even want to say be in control, but loose the reins a little bit. I don't know how to because as a woman, I've always had to take care of me and mine. So it's different to where now 
I'm now letting a man come in and essentially try to do that. So for in the, for your so maybe not even just your friends but just in general so from independent woman independent dominant woman to another independent dominant woman maybe what would you have told your younger self or what would you tell someone who maybe is similar personality to you in the dating field about essentially being submissive quote unquote it's okay to fall back and see how things fall Mm -hmm. it's okay to play the hand that you're given Mm -hmm. meaning like if you're married it's okay to be married and let him be the provider and see how it goes for you everybody's relationship is different Mm -hmm. and everybody's roles are different it depends your marriage and your relationship determines how everything is going to go does that make sense elaborate a little bit more Okay, so for, like I said, we're in an era where sometimes a man stays home and he's, he's you know, watching the kids and the woman is out. Mm-hmm. It's okay to let that happen and not feel a certain way where you're just like, oh, well, he's just never going to work. Right. He's never Okay, gonna... I see what you're saying. I feel like, listen, what works for you and what works in one person's relationship may or may not work the same as somebody else's relationship. I think we need to stop comparing our relationships to other people's because what works in your house is what is fine. What was what works in yours? What works in my house is what works in my house, and that's okay. And my just advice would be from a person who I'm telling you, like literally, and when I sit back and I look at it and I, I just I laugh now. I think it's so fucking funny. Like literally. Like, and maybe even because maybe at the time like we were in high school or whatever the case is, but even when it was eligible for him to work, it was just kind of like I had to, like, he didn't drive, so I had to drive, you know? And it was just like there was no, I thought for me, any ambition for him to want to drive, you know? As a woman, my mom was just like, no, you need to be able to get around by yourself. You need to be able to do this. You need to be able to do that. And he didn't have to have any of that. I felt like I kind of had to grow him up a little bit. Mm-hmm. And it was literally like, if his mom didn't slide him twenty thirty dollars for Christmas time or whatever it is, I wasn't gonna get him a gift. You know what I'm saying? You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. There wasn't any initiative or push for him to want to have to whatever it is. And even when he did have a job, and <laughs> this is so crazy. Like, and if he listens, I'm sorry, but I hope he's grown up, he's evolved, and things like that. But I still remember him coming to see me, and he worked, and then he came down. And he only had like twenty dollars on him, and I'm like, what the fuck? You have to eat while you're here. I don't just want to sit in this room, so essentially I have to supply everything. And I look back now, and it's comical to me. It is. And I thank God, although that person was an ain't shit, you know, whatever it is, I appreciate. If nothing else, in that relationship, I learned how to allow a man to be a man, and I learned what I do and I don't deserve. Because never would I ever, if God forbid I become single again, am I about to pull out nobody's fucking wallet or purse or nothing like that to pay on no first date. Nigga, bye. Nigga, bye. Hmm. Girl. I know for me, I dated a lot of um, drug dealers and guys that were in jail. Mm-hmm. That, that, was, that was the thing back in the day. So then when I got with my husband, it was just like a breath of fresh air. It was like, yeah. what's this? Right. Are they going to open in a car door? Right. What's this? Are and now I'm like, you're dinner? supposed to. Like dinner for me was like ordering from the carry out, getting some orange chicken, sitting at the And house, there's nothing wrong with that. With a lemonade iced tea mix. Like that was my, when I was in high school, that was like my thing for. Of like, course, but that's appropriate for high school. Yes and no. I would expect like a movie, okay, some yeah. pizza, something like that. But I was I was dealing with dudes that I wasn't supposed to be mm-hmm. in grown. different age brackets than I was in, in in the higher twenties, and I was like seventeen. But it's okay now. Like I like I literally look back at it and I say, if I didn't do these things, I wouldn't be where I am now. Yeah. I wouldn't have my kids. I wouldn't be married. I wouldn't yeah. like. And that's what I think too. I feel like if I didn't. If I didn't go through the shit that I went through and first love just was just everything just broke my heart. Like I have never in life felt anything of a sort like that, but I wouldn't appreciate my husband now. I wouldn't. And I wouldn't appreciate. And I feel like with Kunle, I learned to, I didn't have to be 
the boss. I didn't always have to be control. And it's okay to play that role. And now, like, I'll pull out in a heartbeat. Quinlan, can you just get it? Because I don't feel like it. Please. Please. You really <laughs> going to make me do that? You know? Um, and I could very well, I'm able-bodied, I can get up and do it. But, I mean, if he's there, use your physical ability. Why not you do it? I feel like we went on a very long tangent. I know we didn't get to our other stuff, but it was we a did good not, conversation. But it was okay. I it felt like good. we covered a lot. Look at us growing up and shit. I know, right? I'm, I'm not ready. I'm not ready. It's too bad. We're growing up. I just, I don't want to be. I don't want to be an adult. Okay? <laughs> I'm tired of bills. I'm tired of all this shit. I'm tired. Tired, sis. That's okay. All right, friend. Are we moving on to another topic or are we going to go? Well, girl, child, I'm done. Because okay. the other one was just going to go on another tangent. But we may or may not have a guest next episode. So I'm assuming that, that isn't, we will. <laughs> I don't want to put too much out there, but I'm really excited about this next conversation. Whenever it is that she's able to come out, I'm super fucking excited. Um, and do you have a music plus? Because if not, I have something. Uh, you know I don't. Okay. Um... This is not a new song, but it is new to me. And shout out to Portia. We have to get Portia on here because Portia hooks me up with the music plugs. Like, she is my music spirit animal. Shout so out to Cheryl all, Fitness. So, first of all, what Portia is not going to do is act like she didn't acknowledge me and see me at that wedding. Okay? <laughs> That's what she's not going to do. She's not going to come with this show. Portia, and, do you hear that? Okay? I know she hear it. Okay? <laughs> she saw me at the wedding. I saw that she saw me. Okay? She Maybe she wasn't sure. She's literally sat in front of me. Maybe she I didn't say nothing. I was like, I'm going to wait for her, you know, you know, part her little lips and say, hello, <laughs> I am Portia. Hey there. Okay. She didn't do nothing. Okay. You hear that, Portia? Nothing. So now, Portia, you have to come on. Now you absolutely have to. But shout out to her, Portia Cheryl Fit Apparel line. I'm super excited. I know I've been loafing. I need to go ahead and order my stuff, but I got to get some extra coins so I can do that. But the music plug Hustler. is <laughs> Mahogany by Jacob Banks. Wait. Is that the name of the song? That's embarrassing, says. Oh, wait. Loud and I think wrong. so. Okay, and a backup music plug. <laughs> I, it, was music, it was new to me. Is Alicia Keys has a song with Miguel called Show Me Love. Okay. And you um, know I love me some Miguel. It's, that it's different. Girl. It's um, different for me, for Alicia. Mm-hmm. But I feel what she was trying to do. Okay. And that's all. That's all, all right, friends. Thank you for listening to another episode. Bye. Bye, guys.